Oh, isn't that music wonderful, wonderful. Thank you, Jungle Jim, our wonderful musical director. I never get sick of hearing that music. Can you imagine that? Wonderful selection, wonderful composition by the famous Jungle Jim. Hi, this is Tim Marr, and this is Failing Up. Failing Up, recording this podcast in the basement, in the bowels of the home located on the shores of the Seneca River leading up to mighty Oswego River filling Lake Ontario at one of the great lakes pouring into the St. Lawrence Seaway through the Thousand Islands and up into the Canada and out into the Atlantic Ocean or just go right across to the Toronto, beautiful city Toronto, home of uh, Second City since 1971. Second City branched out from Chicago to Toronto and was originated in Toronto in 1971, the famous improv troupe. Uh, you can take it right over to Niagara Falls. Huge lakes, the Great Lakes, many oceans within the northeastern and northern part of our country in Central Lake Michigan, Lake Superior, Lake Erie, uh, Lake Huron, and uh, Lake Ontario. The wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Take a look at a map sometime and see how big bad those bad boys are. They are big bad lakes. This is Tim Marr. What a beautiful May weekend. If you want to check out my website at Timothy Marr, that's Timothy M A H A R dot org. You get to see some uh, information about me and some other pictures about me. Who wouldn't want to see more pictures of me? Well, I think a lot of people. But anyway, this is failing up, and I'm recording this podcast, as I usually do on um, a Saturday or a Sunday on a weekend to kick off the week. And uh, this is actually uh, Sunday, May 16th, a nice Sunday Sunday afternoon, late early evening on a Sunday, and you know, spring has sprung in the Northeast. It was a beautiful mid-70s day today. Uh, great day. I went out and rode my bicycle about 20 miles and um, enjoyed the sun and uh, played some little basketball. And really, really a nice, uh, wonderful weekend here in upstate New York. Upstate New York's beautiful uh, from now until, you know, November. It really is. And right now it looks almost like Ireland, you know, the county tipper in Ireland with all the flush greens and the waters and Really outstanding. So if you ever get a chance, you know, uh, look to upstate New York for a vacation with the lakes and the rivers and the waterfalls and the mountains. And it's really a, a unique spot of our country in the mini Grand Canyon, Watkins Glen, Watkins Glen. But here we are on a Sunday, you know, a beautiful Sunday in the United States of America, where I'm coming to, hello world. And, and having it be a Sunday it reminded me of a song that you'll still hear on the radio now and again, uh, a song that was written by Jerry Goffin. The song was written by Jerry Goffin and made famous by the group The Monkees. Now, uh, some would recall, and some in nostalgia recall, it, The Monkees were a very popular, uh, they would call a faux group, created in Hollywood, kind of based on the American version of The Beatles. Um, they actually auditioned. There were musicians and actors that made up The Monkees. They had a highly successful television program that aired from 1966 to... Um, I think it was 68, 66 to 68, I believe. I may be wrong on that. Check me on that. But it really high, popular. I had, a lunchy, I had a monkey's lunch pal. So the monkeys were, were big during that whole area, era. And actually one year, they topped the charts over the Rolling Stones and the Beatles. And I believe that was 1967. They had so many hits. Uh, the monkeys did sing some of their songs. They didn't play in all their songs. They didn't write all their songs. And their third album, they decided to um, start writing some of their music. Mike Nesmith, Mickey Dolenz, Davy Jones, and uh, Peter Tork were the monkeys. Uh, Tork and Nesmith were 
were musicians, and I believe Davy Jones and Mickey Dolenz were actors. Um, but they also Dolenz actually sang the lead on the song, and uh, Davy Jones was kind of the um, English guy that gave him that you know English invasion uh, flair to it. But the show was shot out in LA. A lot of great supporting actors that on that show, uh, character actors that ended up going into fame in their own rights on the Monkey Show. So if you ever want to watch reruns of an interesting show, watch the the Monkeys. I'm gonna have a little sip of my Diet Coke. Mm -mm -mm. But in any event, Pleasant Valley Sunday is a song that I've always really liked. It's a catchy tune. Um, if, you, if you Google it, upload it, Pandora, whatever you do to it, and listen to it. But um, I always really liked the lyrics. And the lyrics in Pleasant Valley Sunday um, that went out in the late 60s are, are, are just as relevant then as they are today. The more we change, the more we remain the same. And that's how I feel about uh, when, I, when I heard this song. I just happened to hear it the other day on the radio, because I do listen to the radio. And it just hit me, you know. And it goes back to, um, you know, post-World War II when, when the veterans came back. And, and it was in the late 40s and early 50s. And, you know, uh, America's boom years, I guess we would say. But, you know, there was enough war and there was enough loss and there was enough sacrifice. And so the 50s, you know, just wanted to be incubated and no waves and no still. We had Ike in the White House. We had veteran, you know, war, heroes coming back and they were heroes. And so, you know, um, we had uh, Suburban. The Suburban was created during this period or a little before. Uh, out in Long Island, there was Hicksville. Land bought out in Long Island and a mess of houses are built, you know, kind of replicating the factory towns way back where everybody got a house that looked alike. But now all of a sudden there's something called the suburbs. And the suburbs are where you leave the city, you know, in mass droves, people left the city and they went out into this, this new created area called the suburbs. And in the suburbs, you got your house, which looked just like your neighbor's house for more parts, <clears throat> for the most part. You got your piece of land, probably a quarter acre or so, fenced in. You had your charcoal grill, you had your car, you had your house, you had your job, and you worked for your pension. You had no whatever job, you, know, you just wanted to get a little. Kids went to school, shoveled the driveway, had the driveway snow plowed, mowed the grass, talked to the neighbor over the fence. From an aerial view, if you ever get a chance, see an aerial shot of uh, Hicksville, and, um, and you'll see what I'm talking about. But these suburbs became... Uh, rampant throughout the United States, you know, uh, suburbia, suburbia. And suburbia, to me, um, <clears throat> is just stifling. You know, suburbia is where, in many cases, you know, we lost our appreciation of architecture. And suburbia is where we lost uh, the neighborhood store. And suburbia is where we lost, um, you know, walking to the down the street and, and seeing the cop and suburbia was was all those kind of things because now you went to the shopping center and you drove to what eventually became strip malls and then became malls and everything was fabricated in suburbia suburbia led to mcdonald's and mcdonald's led to carol's and carol's led to burger king and drive through food and we wanted everything um you know like a cookie cutter and that's what no problems you know suburbia was cookie cutter and life therefore became cookie cutter. You know, life became cookie cutter. And if it didn't fit into the cookie cutter, it wasn't 
brought to the attention of individuals. So, you know, during the 50s, um, uh, civil rights wasn't really brought to the attention of the masses. You know, during the 50s, you know, all those atrocities that were happening with civil rights. Well, that's we'll just put that over there for right now, because right now we're going to live in this imaginary world of suburbia where everything is pleasant, where, where what's important to me is to make sure that I got the house, I got the little yard, I have the barbecue grill. So on a Sunday afternoon in suburbia, uh, you could see people on their back porches or in their garages and all the barbecues would be out. The barbecue grill would be out and there would be hot dogs and chicken and uh, whatever is being barbecued, you know, potato chips. And that was it. Sunday afternoon was time to barbecue. And it was a pleasant, they were always pleasant Sundays and it was a pleasant valley Sunday where nobody wanted to rock the boat. It was a Pleasant Valley Sunday where everything was swept under the rug. And that's what I love about this, uh, uh, this song. You know, it opens up with, your local rock group down the street is trying to hard to learn this song, to serenade the weekend squire, just came out to mow his lawn. So there you are with some, you know, a couple guys in a garage band in suburbia trying to be musicians. And their audience is the weekend person who cuts their grass, which is the major activity of the weekend in suburbia. Uh, it's another Pleasant Valley Sunday. Charcoal is burning everywhere. Everybody's barbecuing in the nice weather. It's what you do. What are you going to do? I'm going to barbecue. People barbecue, you know, on the grill like it's uh, some type of freedom. You know, wearing jeans to work on dress down day and being able to barbecue is like we we have some type of freedom. When you really think it's like going back to um our earlier places in life when we lived in caves and we wanted to cook over a fire. So now it's kind of like this natural regression to who we want to be because we used to, you know, uh, you know, we used to cook over fires to survive in caves. And now all of a sudden on Pleasant Valley Sunday, there's a freedom because everybody is barbecuing. I'm going to cook outside today. Great. I'm going to go to the bathroom outside today. That's even better. Uh, and then there's Mrs. Gray. Mrs. Gray. You know, not not Fifty Shades of Grey, but Mrs. Grey, no 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 color, and she's very proud today because her roses are in bloom, and Mr. Grey, he's so serene, he's got a TV in every room, and that's how the communication. That's how we became. Those were the values. The values were: I have the charcoal grill, and everybody can smell and see that I'm barbecuing. Mrs. Grey's flowers are beautiful. And we have a TV, which was a status symbol. TV became such a status symbol where there were third world countries where you would go in parts of Africa and you could see individuals in their huts would have televisions where that didn't even work just because of the status of a television created by this culture. But Mr. Gray is so serene because he has a TV in every room. He's able to escape into TV fantasy and see what the world is doing. Um, it's another Pleasant, Salad, uh, Pleasant Valley Sunday. Here in status symbol land, the United States is status symbol land, and that still holds true to today. We're a country of status symbols, and we're a country where, for the most part, uh, value of each other is derived by external stimulation. We, we want to have the certain house. We want to have the certain car. We want to go to the certain schools. Uh, the certain clothing, and it's all about status. And we're a very external place, um, I think, as a result of this. So as long as you got the car and you got the certain house and you're in the right neighborhood um, and you're on the right boards, you know, it's all about that status. 
and it's external stimulation and not internal uh, stimulation. That holds true today. Pleasant Valley Sunday in the late 60s was about, you know, the flowers and how many televisions you have. Well, here we are in 2000 and uh, 21, and it's still about how many flat screen televisions do you have? Do you have a flat screen television? Do you have a 32 inch or do you have a 42 inch or do you have an 85 inch television? What kind of stereo system do you have? What are you driving? Well, that's a Pleasant Valley Sunday. And it's still here in status symbol land. We are still in status symbol land. That was even accentuated more and more uh, over the past four years. But it's all status symbol. Pleasant Valley Sunday. We've replaced charcoal grills with propane tanks. Now we're out there with our propane tanks. You know, a man's a man when he's on the grill. That's when you're a real man, you know, when you're on that grill with your spatula and you're, you're showing the neighbors that you know how to cook meat, you know. You're a man when you know how to cook your meat on the grill, you know. And you got that plate full of meat and you're just walking into the house like, you know, you just... You just went out on a hunting trip two million years previously. You, you went on a hunting trip. You came back. You showed the family what you got. You put it on the fire. You ate it, and you all survived. Well, now, in 2021, instead of symbol end, you got your elite charcoal, not even charcoal, propane grill, you know, multiple burners and coffee maker and racks and stacked, <coughs> racks, excuse me, racked up and stacked up. And then you have um, uh, your meat, you know, hot dogs and hamburgers. Ah, seem to be choking here. Uh, hot dogs and hamburgers and all that stuff. You know, you got your meat on the grill. Status symbol land in your car. It always amazes me that people spend so much time washing their vehicles when they're just going to get dirty again. I never was able to figure that out. I can see when your car gets really dirty, you want to have it clean. Drive it through a car wash because you don't want the dirt to rub up against you. But to spend two hours on a Sunday <clears throat> cleaning your car, I could think of better things I would do with my time. So Pleasant Valley Sunday, you know, here in status symbol land, mothers complain about how hard life is. Does that sound familiar? We complain about how hard life is. You know, the microwave broke down or the, there's too much cold water. Uh, how hard life is, you know. I need a bigger vehicle. Half the world doesn't have running water has to walk miles and is suffering and slaughtering, you know, and, and uh, war and, and disparage. And we're complaining about, uh, I'm telling you, I'm not a preacher, but it's, it's interesting when you look at this song because it all applies to today, uh, how hard life is. And the kids, they don't understand. They don't understand the sacrifices that we're making as we drive them and down. You know, in those days, the sacrifices were giving them, you know, simple toys and, and, and little league or things like that. And now sacrifices are everybody's on club teams and club bands and competition. You, if you're not a success by your 13, you're a failure. Uh, creature comforts that only numb my soul. Late 60s, that was written. Creefert, creature comforts that only numb my soul and make it hard for me to see. My thoughts all seem to stray to places far away. A need of change of scenery. <clears throat> That's called a rut. And that's what, that's in many ways where, you know, uh, we're led. It's, it's when everything becomes external and we're inf inf influenced to have external stimulation, all of a sudden, you know, life is hard, even though we have our, you know, the best computers and the best phones and, the, you know, the best um, flat screen television and, 
you know, and, and the new, um, you know, electric vehicles and we're flying, but yet people aren't satisfied. And they're looking beyond where they want to be because this self-created suburbia. Pleasant Valley Sunday. Hmm. I wonder if I'm having a Pleasant Valley Sunday. Places far away. It's another Pleasant Valley Sunday. Charcoal burning everywhere. Another Pleasant Valley Sunday here in Status Symbol Land. Another Pleasant Valley Sunday. Sung by the Monkees in the late 60s. Uh, a song that really... Uh, really did touch me when I when I thought about it because back then that's what it was you know back then we were what well, we were I wasn't really there but back then when this well I was there but back then people just wanted the blinders on and they wanted all trouble to go away ironically when that song was was sung it was during a great time of turmoil in the late 60s when uh, young individuals were revolting so these young individuals who had had uh, the younger generation who grew up in the mid to late 50s in these uh, uh, sanitary environments. Now they were revolting and they were starting to ask questions that their parents never asked. And um, status was becoming something different. Status wasn't having two cars. Status wasn't, um, you know, having the house in the suburbs. It was um, questioning. It was about the individuals, about human rights. It was about civil rights. And that's where, and that's where things started to flip upside down. You know, I always say the '70s were kind of similar to the um, the '50s. I think when you get into the the mid to late '70s, everybody just wanted to calm down, calm down, and have some disco music and say, you know, let's chill and wear our leisure suits. And the '80s became extremely commercial and became extremely a marketing decade. And you look at the styles of the '80s, and I think some of the music it was really a a marketing decade and packaging, you know, MTV and I think if you look at the 80s, and I think we started to wake up a little in the 90s, towards the end of the 90s. and um, But but we're talking 50 years ago, and it's still here today. I mean, it seems to me that we're still living in our Pleasant Valley Sundays. Charcoal burning everywhere. It's another Pleasant Valley Sunday. Propane torqued up every everywhere, you know. Getting into our cars and racing where we race, you know, and, and looking at the vehicles next to us and getting into... Uh, you know, our home. And now you see in the suburbs, I mean, the homes in the suburbs, what you call the suburbs now, I mean, some of these homes are just tremendously huge and they try to change the architecture. So they, but they still kind of look the same. It's really interesting, you know. I remember when it was a big thing to have an above-ground pool. Somebody had an above-ground pool. They were, you know, they were something. Or he had an in-ground pool. But it's amazing how that reflection on, on the world at that time through that song still holds true today. You know, and then I have to question, what did the pandemic and how does that change our Pleasant Valley Sunday? Because all of a sudden this pandemic comes along and uh, all our creature comforts that are making us numb, as Mrs. Uh, Gray was looking at, you know, her flowers are blooming, but that wasn't enough during the pandemic. Let me my paper here. That wasn't enough during the pandemic. You know, uh, creature comforts, goals, they only numb my soul my thoughts straight to places far away. So there's there's the pandemic and there's being um, uh, quarantined. And so here we are during the pandemic, yet we're quarantined, not just with our creature comforts, which after a while were thin. We're quarantined with ourselves and we're quarantined at looking at what's really important. And in some ways that may have been beneficial for those that didn't lose their lives or suffered tremendous illness 
but we took, were able to take a look at what's really important. And you can only hope that some of that remains as to what's really important and to what one would be uh, grateful for on a Pleasant Valley Sunday. Sure, it's great to charcoal or barbecue, and it's great to, you know, live where you live and, and do that. But I think you've seen, you know, uh, urban renewal coming into play now. And you see, you've seen it over the years and architecture being a little more appreciated and uh, individuality uh, being celebrated much more uh, in the last few years than it ever was. And, and, and hopefully being more tolerant and learning to create our own status from the inside and not from the outside. Not if my car is a Mercedes or a Beamer or whatever it could be. I mean, what a Honda or whatever, whatever it is. Or, or not if, um, you know, my abs are the tightest abs or, or not if, uh, you know, um, uh, I'm in the right neighborhood or not. But really from the inside I and mean, growing as individuals and keeping that creative burst going. But I think that song, Pleasant Valley Sunday, is as applicable today as it was uh, in the late 60s. And I think it was really uh, impacted. It really impacted me the other day when I heard it on the radio. Here we are on Sunday, Sunday afternoon. I mean, by the time you listen to this, it could be uh, 55 Sundays from now. But it just impacted me how the music so accurately dis reflects what's occurring and how that song reflected a foundation of what the values were in our culture, United States, at the time, and what those values have continued to be. And they've changed. I mean, it's, you know, having a TV or a color TV back in the day was really significant. Uh, the number of televisions meant something. And that's still true. We just look at the flat TVs and, and, and what is. But I think what's really important to make a, a truly pleasant valley Sunday is first get out of the valley and uh, get out of your creature comforts, you know, because uh, creature comforts aren't going to comfort you at the end of the day. It's going to be your comforts that are going to comfort you at the end of the day. And, you know, let's talk about another song back then. Reach out and touch somebody, you know, just reach out. And uh, anyway, so that's failing up, reflecting on some uh, some of the music of the late 60s, which is still applicable today on this Pleasant Valley Sunday, May 16th, 2021. Beautiful Sunday. I hope wherever you are in the continental United States, outside of Alaska, Hawaii, on the other side of the world, uh, my friends on the Emerald Island, that you're having a, a wonderful or had a wonderful weekend. I look forward to spieling it out again on Failing Up. And I look forward to um, hearing from you on my website, timothymar.org. Have a great, pleasant daily sun, valley, a wonderful, pleasant valley Sunday, and a wonderful week ahead. I hope by the time you upload this, you're having a wonderful week. Bye-bye. Jungle Jim, it's time to take it away.